Vegas Fever Podcast. Jason and Paula here with you. After taking a week off, um, back at it, discussing how the Golden Knights season went and maybe a little bit of preview into how the offseason could go. Um, this will be the last episode of season one. I think this is episode like 29 or 30 or something. We've we've done a bunch of these. Mm-hmm. Um, had to take a week off just because nothing was really happening. You know, we're just kind of waiting for um, the expansion draft, uh, which I believe is the 21st. And then uh, the draft for the other teams um, will happen a couple days later. And then we'll be able to get into free agency, which starts on the 28th. It'll just kind of be like um, bullets flying all over the place. It'll just be everything so hectic. Guys signing, coming, going, Mm -hmm. trades. Trades could probably happen um, before free agency due to the Seattle expansion draft, um, which is, which is coming up here. When, is that the 21st? I, th- I think so. Um, that's the first thing I, I believe that's the first thing that happens. Then you have the entry draft, um, right after that. So basically Vegas is the only team that will not lose someone. Um, that's the rules. Right. That's the rules from when they came in, they're exempt. And so what happens is, is that other teams are going to lose a player. Someone's going to lose, you know, teams are going to lose three goaltenders, you know, because Seattle's got to collect three goaltenders. They've got to collect a whole bunch of forwards, a whole bunch of defensemen. Vegas can be an ally to some of these teams by taking someone off their hands that they don't want to lose for nothing. And Vegas can use picks and players in order to make themselves better, which we know that, you know. Well, they need something. They don't have any money. Right. So they have to create. Which we all know that George McPhee and um, Kelly McCrimmon are going to do because they were not satisfied. You could tell by every time they would show them up in the GM box in Montreal and in Vegas, they weren't happy. And change is going to happen because of that. That, This is what happens in the NHL and in any sport. You know what I mean? Vegas is, in my opinion, too good with the players that they have to not be in the Stanley Cup final, to not win a Stanley Cup. It it was now that the Stanley Cup is over, and this is the first episode that we've done since the Stanley Cup ended. Montreal had no business being there. Sorry, they didn't. They they were terrible. They were terrible, and that show. Now, what does that say about Vegas? Does that say that Vegas was bad, or does that say that Vegas just didn't show up? Used all their energy in the first two rounds. Where was Mark Stone at all? Where was Patrick? Right. So. Montreal was in Pacioretty's head, that's um, first and foremost, and that got in Stone's head because they're a twofer. I think, like you like you said, sorry, I just knocked our dog. Um, that's okay. Go lay down. They were so concerned because the teams in the first two rounds were, were tough. I thought Montreal was going to be a walk in the park compared yeah. to, but then I also thought, well, they're in the same spot as the Knights, so I just didn't think it was going to be... It, it was... It's still disappointing. It's going to be disappointing, I think, until they drop Puck October 12th, um, or there around. When does um, the schedule? It should be out in July. Uh, it should be out at the end. 
of July. I'm not really sure when that is, but um, <laughs> we we have we, we have to share that we've uh, upgraded studios. We've moved out of our closet, <laughs> okay, and we've moved into our children's playroom. Sorry for the echo, uh, if there is one. Have to do some adjusting if so, but this is more space for us. It's just mm-hmm. more comfortable, and the dog is here, and we're finding things on the floor that kids get into, like kids do. Um, the schedule will probably be out by the end of the month. Um, that was always what it was um, when the season would end in June. Now we're going to go back to traditional 82 game schedule. Yay. Everybody plays everybody. It'll be wonderful. We'll get to see Gerard Gallant twice. It'll be great. Um, as the new New York Rangers uh, boss, bench boss. And the thing for me is that you're going to have, so you're going to have camp opening before you know it, and you're going to have preseason. This is all in September. We need a schedule. So you're a month behind, so you figure that the schedule would, would happen in August, but that can't happen. They need one. We need one, like, now. Um we need one for fans. We need one for families. We need one for players. We just we just need one. Seattle knows that they're going to play their preseason schedule. Um, I believe that'll start, God, I want to say the 26th of September, and they're going to play all Canadian teams. They're going to play two games against each. Why? Well, because they're right, right there, there. Right. I would have loved to see them open against Vegas in the preseason. That would have been awesome. Because it's the two latest right. expansion teams. That would have been a sold out. Well, it's, you know, going to be sold out. By anyway, right, right. Um, I mean, no matter what. Um, amazing. Seattle's not going to get as lucky as Vegas in the expansion draft because teams are guarding against well, what Vegas what did. Mm-hmm. But Vegas is still the the aggressor in the situation, the upper hand, the team with the upper hand for sure. They can play teams into giving them assets that Vegas needs. Vegas needs, in my opinion, a bottom six guy, so a third or fourth liner, and they also could really use an upgrade to either that stone Pacioretty line or the Misfit line. And I think, and we'll get to that here in a little bit, I think you might see one of the original Misfits. It's possible you might see one of them leave. A little bit of a teaser and uh, I know that you go to William Carlson right away because that's like the first guy you think of. And I, I mean, think that, that, that's just like my biggest fear. I think so. that him and Stone are like off limits, and I think everybody else is in play. And that's and, and including Patrick. Absolutely, absolutely. I Marsha So is in play. Score. score. Right, he was, <laughs> but that does nothing for you in the playoffs. Absolutely nothing. And you know what? We okay, should probably just let the cat it, out of the okay, bag. Okay, but isn't it what? Part of the reason you got to the playoffs. True, but they traded him for Nick Suzuki, and look what Nick Suzuki did against the Golden Knights. Carved them like Thanksgiving turkey in front of their eyes. You have the guys in the GM box that made that trade, and you have this kid making you look silly. Nick Suzuki won, Pacioretty zero. Right now the Knights are losing that race because Nick Suzuki has a Stanley Cup appearance. Patrick does not. And Patrick has been in the league a long time, and Nick Suzuki has not. This makes the Golden Knights look bad, and it fuels the fire in getting this team to the position that Nick Suzuki and the Montreal Canadiens were in in the Stanley Cup, which is where they belong. This team is too damn good. 
to not be in the Stanley Cup, I think you can pull anybody across the league. I agree. Pierre Maguire has a new job, did you hear? Mm-mm. He's going to be uh, in charge of player personnel, Pierre Maguire. The guy that everybody can't stand from NBC, the guy in, in the glass, the bald guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he did not get picked for ESPN or Turner to work for their coverage. So he's going to go work for the Ottawa Senators in their player personnel department. And that's he worked for the Senators before he, he got on the that, TV. Yeah. I think Pierre Maguire is really good. I don't really understand. People don't like Pierre Maguire. Vegas people do not like Pierre Maguire. And I think it's because he doesn't really give Vegas the, the credit that they're due. And I think he's just objective. Vegas didn't deserve no credit against Montreal. Now, no. there was times that they did. It was very brief. Right. Well, that's a national network. That's the problem. Right. And it, it's, it's, it's East Coast, Midwest bias. None of those people are from out West. None of the people who do national broadcast care about West Coast. Because at 9 o'clock, when these games come on, everybody's in bed. New York, Chicago, everybody's in bed. Nobody cares. It's sad, but it's true. So good for him. You know, he should be around the game because I think he's a decently talented mind that knows the game. So he should be around the game. But this whole situation upgrading to ESPN and Turner is is much better. Much, much better for the league. Much, much better for fans, especially. And that's where it matters. Um... The guy that I'm talking about that you may see leave, I guess we should get to this now, okay. is, so, I mean, you think of first liner, or not first liners, misfit liners, you think of uh, Carlson and Marceau and Smith. Riley Smith's name has come up a ton in trade talk, I'm and it really like, doesn't bother me. Yeah. Right? If they can add somebody, if you can add somebody like Jack Eichel, and I know you don't know much about Jack Eichel, not a lot of, I mean, some people in the Northeast do... Mostly because he's played in Buffalo. He was... So, Connor McDavid was the number one pick. Uh, what was it, about 10 years ago to Edmonton? Every time you say that, I think of Connor McGregor. And I yeah. know... I just had yeah. to throw that out there. That's but all that's I hear. It, it's a Connor Mick, but then it diverts. Right, into, I know. It's just like... So, McDavid was one and Jack Eichel was the second pick of, uh, about 10, 12 years ago. And he went to Buffalo and he's been there. And he's not sniffed anything like playoff wise like I don't think they I mean maybe once so he's looking for a new destination now you know LA is going to be involved and big time name teams are going to be involved but the Knights are all Vegas is going to be involved in anything because they'll they've shown that they'll do anything they've made trades and signings to do this type of stuff Mm -hmm. so you know, you might see Riley Smith moved. Alex Tuck's name keeps coming up. And I think it's foolish to move Tuck because he has so much talent. But I also wouldn't be surprised if he's packaged into a deal either. I think we need Tuck. More than Riley Smith? Yeah. Probably. He scores more, first of all. Right. And he's an anchor on the third and line. And he is fast. Super quick. And big. Right. I think he has too many tools to give away. Yeah. So I mean, he if, scores at the most random times when sometimes you really need it. Yeah. No, I'm, you don't never not need. I'm them. not really opposed to moving Marsha, so I don't know why. I'm like I'm not really opposed That's to moving. Surprising. I'm opposed you're, to you're, moving William Carlson, not because he scored 43 goals five years ago. Okay. Okay, it wasn't. It wasn't well, three. No. <laughs> was right. 
not because he scored that many goals and he hasn't really done a ton since, but because of all the other things he brings to the game. Well, he scored a lot the second season too, not 43. Had like 28. Right, believe. that's a lot. Right, and last year was a throwaway. And, well, the year before last because right, COVID was a throwaway. He's had a ton of assists this year. I think that because everything that Carlson does, he's the centerman of that line. Um, he's gotten better on the faceoff. He's gotten better defensively. So he's on he's on your PK and your power play. Mm-hmm. I, I I think that that's a guy you want to keep. But if if they decide that they want to move Riley Smith, he's an original. So it would so hurt it sucks. Sense, but but it doesn't know. because if you can package like I mean honestly if you do. You were a huge Marshall Show fan. Yeah, but I mean, he's he's really a mouth. Like he's really a mouth. Like he's a mouth. Oh, is he the one who's talking about nipples and stuff? Yeah, like mummy's titties. uh, I believe was the. I don't know what social platform that was, but when somebody comes at him, he can't behave himself, and that's not the reason why. He takes a he takes a lot of penalties. He takes tough penalties at the wrong time, and you got to think about it too. If you're putting yourself in a bad position, you know, I mean, the, the Golden Knights penalty kill was the best in the league during the season. But that's not something you want to consistently... I have the same problem with Marshall Stone like I have with Reeves. They take themselves out of plays, and I just don't like that. But it, one or the other, Riley Smith is is probably the, the better one, in my opinion, to go. You could package him with, like, Cody Glass... And okay. and like some draft picks, and we can we could be in we could be in business because I mean I don't think that organization has any faith in Cody Glass at all. He was in the taxi squad with the team all playoffs. Didn't see Jack, nothing. Especially the second and third round after the AHL season was done completely. He platooned, but after that season was done, he was there, and they. Even when they were, they had guys hurt. Mm-hmm. Stevenson, right? Their centerman, first line. Why don't we try the kid, right? Let's let's put Cody Glass in. No, we're not going to do that. So why is fucking that? Patrick Brown? Give me a sorry, but I mean, really, Patrick Brown? You have no faith in Cody Glass that you're putting guys that probably aren't any better than Cody Glass in. Because you're afraid. Are you worried about his knee? He's had a couple of knee surgeries. Are you worried about that? Well, other teams won't. They'll take him. Mm-hmm. So move him. If I can get Jack, if I can get me some Jack Eichel, okay, and I can move these guys, please do it. Sorry. You'll have Eichel, Stone, and Pacioretty. That to me is if they don't win the Stanley Cup, get rid of them all. That's my opinion. Next year, if they get a player like Jack Eichel or Jack Eichel and they don't win the Stanley Cup, fucking move them all. Get him out of here. You're never going to win. This window... We're going to have to revert back to this episode. That's fine. Vegas has a window like every team, like the Blackhawks, like the Kings did many years ago. It's shrinking every year. Look at those teams now because guys get older and players get moved. So look at... Look, I mean, you you have three teams captains... Three other organizational Stone, captains, Petrangelo, right. on your team, and you know what you've got? Nothing. Hey, it stops here. Game of Thrones guy didn't get one until a couple years ago. What was his name? 
Ovechkin. Yeah. Which we have to mention. Is he retired? No. He will never retire <laughs> because of this. The Tampa Bay Lightning had their championship parade on boats for the second year in a row in you know in the Bay, mm-hmm. and they dropped the Stanley Cup and it's bent. That's first off. They have to get that repaired. The top where the cup is 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 bent to to crab. They were so hammered, so hammered from the press conference after they won the cup on. It was like when when Tom Brady won last year, mm-hmm. just 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 effed faced, just just messed. I mean, wouldn't you? Kucherov, Nikita Kucherov, in his press conference after they won the cup, it was media. It was quote unquote media gold. For the media there in San Jose, or San Jose, sorry, Tampa Bay. It, it's a two-word A, sort of. So, first off, said that they gave the Vesna to the guy in Vegas. Didn't even say Marc-Andre Fleury's name, which Marc-Andre Fleury won the Vesna. That happened about five minutes after we had our last podcast. Yes, yes. Congratulations. Absolutely. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. You don't care what Nikita Kucherov says? He said they gave the Vesna last year to some guy, and then they gave it to the guy in Vegas this year. And first off, Andre Vasilevsky has won a Vesna, okay? And he's won two Stanley Cups. I believe he was the Conn Smythe, I believe, which is the MVP of the finals. Mm -hmm. He's been an all-star. He's won awards. Marc-Andre Fleury was this award. He was the epitome of this award. I do not care what anybody says. If he did not win it, it would have been rigged. Fake news? Yes. <laughs> it would have been a disaster. Because there's nobody else that deserved that award. And not just because we're Vegas people. Right. Because the guy had the best numbers save percentage wise and you know Goals per game. I mean, look, him and Leonard are not going to win that Masterson Award without each other. Right. But I think that Marc-Andre Fleury was the reason that Robin Leonard was even a discussion in it. I mean, he was a better goaltender. You know, I I get that, you know, there's some rivalry rivalry Mm -hmm. between players, but have some respect for your coworkers. He was drunk when he well, got it. That was bad. He should not have done it. Drunk that. men tell no tales. Well, that's so the way that's he felt. Really, that's how he is, feels. What, is that from Pirates of the Caribbean? I think so. It is. The ride, but it is. It's no, but true facts. That's that's drunk the, men that's tell like no that's tales. like that's pirate literature. What's wrong with that? You Nothing. No, I mean no. No, I mean. If they don't tell no tales. And, I mean, I like you know. rum. So. He looks like a pirate, too. I enjoy a good, a good pirate. A lot of these guys look like pirates. This is why you like hockey. Maybe. It's possible. Maybe. They resemble pirates. Um, on another goaltending note, I think we talked about the fact that um, Oscar Dansk is going to play in Russia. The hell, there's hockey. In, well, yeah, there there's, is hockey. Well, the KHL. It's called the KHL. They play. I think they play hockey all the time. 
Um, a lot of a lot of players. Well, first off, he's Swedish, I believe. Okay, but that's not Russia. No, but that's closer. And I think that what happens is that a lot of these guys want to play hockey. I think they play more hockey than in the states, and it's comfortable. These guys build relationships in Europe, and I think that there's a lot of players that leave the NHL and go to Russia and come back. I don't, I don't know why, but it happens. A lot of people do that. Um, so he's going to play for a team called Spartak, I think that's called. Um, got a ton of goalie stuff going on. Uh, Pekka Rene, 15 NHL seasons, has retired. Um, eighth round draft pick, who became the face of a franchise, went to Stanley Cup. Um, you know, good for him. Stepping out after all those years. Um, pretty interesting Minnesota Wild uh, today buying out the contract of Zach Parisi and Ryan Suter. Um, and that's big news because those are Zach Parisi's been, I believe he played in New Jersey for Pete DeBoer. I believe when Pete DeBoer was there, Zach Parisi was there. Okay. Um, but he's been in Minnesota for a number of years and they've decided to buy him out. You know, what do we owe you? Out the door. And I'm not so worried about Zach Parisi. I don't think Zach Parisi's a goal tonight, possibly. But Ryan Suter, you got to think about that. You know, that's a defenseman. You have Alec Martinez sitting there needing a contract. If he doesn't get a contract by July 28th, he is open market. Other teams are going to come calling. Ryan Suter is an excellent option for the Golden Knights if they don't get Alec Martinez. Make, make no mistake about it, Alec Martinez played 19 games on a broken foot and blocked every shot that came near him, 70-something of them, in the playoffs. So I kind of want that guy. But if they don't move some money, they're not going to be able to. Because you got to sign... I mean, you got to make a decision on Tomasz Nosek. Are you going to keep... Um, Damn guy's name that had the hat trick. Yanmark. Are you going to keep Matthias Yanmark? Who's a rental, essentially, that you just got? Are you going to keep him? Are you going to keep... I mean, Patrick Brown. We need that kid. What kid? That kicked the ass. Oh, Cole Caulfield. We need him. We need goal Caulfield. That's what we need. We need him. He's not available. Well, we need him. How can we make this work? Look. I mean, I'm Kelly McCrimmon needs to make a trade. He stinks. Can we get rid of him? No, why? He does not stink. He stinks. He's the guy wheeling and dealing with He's him. not, though. It's Well, well, I, I mean, you know, George McPhee's the puppeteer, and this guy's just acting out the parts. Right. As, like, president of hockey operations. Give me a break, George. Okay? You're the GM. His initials are GM. And he's G, he used to be GM, so it was like on Twitter, it would always be GM, GM. General Manager George McPhee, very confusing. Stupid joke. So, yeah. <laughs> that's, these are the guys moving. So, so let me ask you Does William Carlson get moved? No. Do you think Riley Smith gets moved based off the information I just told you? Yes. Okay. Marsha. 
No. Patch red. Mm, better not, no. Stone. No. Stevenson. Yeah. You think Stevenson gets moved? Yeah. Then we're going to have to mark this part. Uh, <laughs> Tuck. I hope not, no. Do you think Ian Mark stays? No. No, sir. They're both free agents. No. Ryan, done shit. Ryan Reeves. Um, I want to say no, but they didn't play him at all. The last... Yeah, um, he kind of smelt the bench more than anything else. So I don't want him to go, but wouldn't be surprised if he did. I think they need a guy like him. So, I mean, obviously Petrangelo stays, obviously, because they just signed him. Um, do you think they keep Alec Martinez? I think they're going to try, but I don't know if it's going to work out. Let me ask you, do you think they're going to keep Leonard and Flurry? I was getting there, too. That was going to be my big bang question. Marc-Andre Fleury is going to have to rework his deal. He doesn't have to. He's going to have to. He said he would because he wants to retire as a knight. But by me saying Marc-Andre Fleury has to rework his deal, what Marc-Andre Fleury is going to end up like taking home like financially, is insulting by reworking the deal. So he's a cap hit of $7 million. You got to turn that seven into like a one, two, one to two. That's well, insulting. Is it? They can give him a huge bonus if they win the Stanley Cup more than what they would normally do. I don't even know if this thing is reworkable. I don't know how that works contract-wise. Do you think they should get rid of Leonard? Yes. Are you saying that because you're biased towards Florida? No, because I was biased toward Leonard. I like them both. I think that they should get rid of Leonard, sign Flurry to a year or two extra, and bring up Logan Thompson and make Marc Andre Fleury put his hand around this guy and say, We're going to learn while I'm here. Let's go. He was the Vesna winner equivalent of the right. AHL. What is your um, pros and cons about Leonard? Pros, I think he's gotten better over the last year working with Marc-Andre Fleury. Not putting himself so deep in his own net that he has to come out to make a save. But mm -hmm. doing what Fleury does and being aggressive. Will that bite you in the ass? You bet your ass it will. However, playing deep in your net will bite you. You know, will bite you because you're. Gonna, he allows little chippy crap goals. Leonard does. He was good. I I never have the confidence in Leonard that I have in Flurry when I see them in the net. I, he just doesn't look this year My, comfortable. He doesn't look comfortable. He and that, doesn't. That goes. Well, with the point I was going to make is my issue with Leonard is if he has a bad game, it really affects him. Well, that's because of other other things. But you need to be able to bounce back from that and Amnesia. whatever. It was just short game. Right. Um, I'm sure it affects them all. I'm sure they feel it and they're angry and emotional and whatever. 
goes along with that. But you can tell he's just so tight and rigid. I, I think he's tense in the net. Yeah. Uh, I think he is. And I know that they just signed the guy, but he has value. He has trade oh, value. Sure. He has trade value. You could trade him for money, picks. You could trade him for you could trade him for a lower tier goaltender that you could bring up behind Fleury. I just don't think it was the right time for him. I think it was a really bad time to bring in that contract. Mm -hmm. Because what you ultimately have is twelve million dollars in goaltending. I, I don't. I can't say it enough because it's. It's ridiculous. $12 million in goaltending. And now somebody is going to have to go because of that? Yeah. And it could be the wrong guy. It's 50-50. That, that goes with anything. Could the Golden Knights withstand this contract for one more year and then figure it out? Probably. Sure. You know what's going to happen? Not a lot. The same thing that happened. We're going to have to go a man short every fifth game. Forget that. Enough's enough. But is it worth Alec Martinez? Is it worth Riley Smith? Is it? Look what you have to do. So you brought... So example A, you bring Petrangelo in, which is fine. You have to get rid of Nate Schmidt. Now, Nate Schmidt has not been the same player. However, you had to get rid of a guy who loved the city and the team because... You made a bad choice. You made a tough choice. You made a choice that you shouldn't have made. Was it okay? Was Petrangelo like fantastic the last no. couple months of the season? No. no, but I'm saying like in the playoffs, like the last month of the season. No. Yes, he was fantastic. He came around. He did exactly what everybody thought he would. He had he. It was rough at first. It's always rough when you join a new team. Look at what happened with Patrick and Stone. They were not good right away. But they came along. You bit off more than you can chew, and now you have to spit somewhere. And that's exactly what's going on here. You've got a mouthful of goaltenders. What are you doing? Something tells me they're going to try and get rid of Marc-Andre Fleury because he's old. Yeah. Why don't you just look at what he did this year and call him old? Okay? I mean, that's the stupidest thing you could do. Give him another one. Let the man play until he can't no more. That's what he's earned, and that's what he deserves. So if that means you give him an extra year or two on top of what he has... I just want them to let him play out his contract, and if he chooses to retire... Why can't they just give him a contract extension, move Leonard, and the contract extension would just be for like a million or two, right? Doesn't that satisfy everybody? But no, it doesn't. Right. The problem is, is that now, now people have to move because of this. Because they've been backed in a corner with the salary cap all year. It was embarrassing. It's embarrassing. They did things no teams have ever done. Playing, <laughs> playing, what was it? Three, six, nine, twelve. Playing eleven forwards instead of twelve. Mm-hmm. Playing an extra defenseman. Look, Dylan Secura is a is a fine, fine player, but he's not ready for all that. He's not he's not we're not there yet. And you won't play Cody Glass. I mean, there's things that have to be cleaned up with the organization. 
And we're going to find out real soon. I mean, free agency is two weeks away. It's exciting. It is. It's going to be hectic. Crap everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a no. Just trying to remember all that is going to be overwhelming. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Like, I mean, that's going to be a note-taking experience. Um, Plus, there's going to be a whole bunch of numbers, too. Anything um, involved in that going on with UNLV? So UNLV is going to take on Michigan, uh, the Wolverines at T-Mobile Arena. Um, in that tournament that's named after uh, men's enhancement pills. Uh, that's the sponsor of the Fire? tournament. No, uh, I think it's Roman. It's like something new, some crap you get on the internet. They or named something. a basketball tournament? It's like the Roman Invitational, the Roman Basketball Tournament um, at T-Mobile. So you've got Arizona will play Wichita State, and then UNLV will play Michigan, and the two winners play, and the two losers play. So UNLV could potentially play Michigan and Arizona. Um, and we'll get to see the premiere of... I mean, that's... Lon Jr. That's going to be Lon Jr.'s gut check. That's... 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 that's that's Cajones' time. I mean, was Michigan like in the Final Four like mm-hmm. like recently? Like, I mean, that's it's a big deal. Um, not really much else is going on. A lot of summer workouts, and the team, from what I understand, is 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 looking really good. This is you know, this team will not be pushed over. You know, I mean, like in years past. You know, I mean. They've got some guys. Now, this is a really good foundation. Reminds me a lot of the team that Lon brought in his first year. I'm sorry. It's not, oh, about, it's not, compa- it's not comparing two coaches, but he brought in guys that were, were just, just, just put the bricks on the bottom and let's see what happens, right? That's what Kevin's done. Kevin turned something that was disastrous and made it like something, something out of nothing. I don't expect NCAA I don't really expect much from this team, and I think that's really going to work for them. It's it's something that they can use as motivation. Nobody expects anything out of you. Let's go. Let's surprise some people. Let's win a couple games. I think that they'll be competitive in the non-conference, depending on they're going to have a rough, like the schedule is going to be tough. Because some of the games from last year were canceled due to COVID. You and know, I'm, I'm excited to see maybe some more enthusiasm for the absolutely. team. And I think you have the fan base there. I think right. you, really, you really have a fire that hasn't been there. And I think that... This last couple coaches have been... I mean, this last coach, the Otzelberger or whatever... Was um, better than Menzies. He stank so bad. He just... Which one? Menzies. Was bad. That, that that was bad. That was just we need a guy to clean. We need a guy to sop up this blood. So he mess. was in over his head. Absolutely, and it's really not his fault. You almost have to feel bad. It wasn't his fault. I do. You know. I mean. I mean, you, you know. He he didn't. That was a mistake. That was a mistake, but. I'm excited. Um, schedule will be out soon, yep. um, and then we'll get you know we'll get some some NHL schedules. Uh, we'll get some UNLV schedules. It's a pretty exciting time. You know, I was gonna play some I was gonna play some videos, but we kind of got off on a tangent. You know, uh, if 
anyone ever just kind of has a little bit of time, Golden Knights, uh, at Golden Knights on Twitter, the Vegas Golden Knights Twitter feed, fantastic. They've got uh, top 10 saves between Flurry and Leonard. They've mm-hmm. got top 10 overtime finishers. I think that that's something that they're going to do, come out with top 10s. Um, I didn't realize that we were going to go on and on about everything yeah. that we did. Um, but a lot of stuff going on next couple of weeks, next couple of months with uh, UNLV and... Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights, the Oakland Athletics are going to, their brass is going to have another trip to Vegas, their fourth trip. Um, they've discussed everything but the finances, and that's where the interesting equation, the interesting part of the equation comes in because public, the mo- public money's not happening. Yeah. The people of Nevada have said that's not happening. But I think the A's have a partner. I think they have financial partners. So, um, Definitely, we'll keep an eye on all those things. I think we're looking at doing another show. Yeah. Uh, me and the Golden Wife over here. Um, more along the lines of now, we'll still do this one, but like in the off season when like nothing's going on, I think that it would be a really cool thing to do like uh, current events, pop culture, pop culture, what's going on in the world, and some of our opinions on it. I think that'll kind of get. Get some people fired up um, mm-hmm. about that because you know there's always something going on. So we're gonna, we want to figure out a name. Uh, we want to figure out how we're going to go about this. Um, probably would be a good thing to do in the next couple of probably. I say August is probably a good time to start that because you got a lot of stuff going on free agency. You know, you got a lot of stuff For in the next sure. couple of weeks. For sure. yeah. So that's something that we'll have to you know talk about and discuss and figure out how we're going to go about it. But that's exciting because... So if there's anything you want to hear, could be about anything at all. Yep. Leave us a comment and let us know. Famous people, not famous people. Stuff in your state, town, what's going on in the world. Anything that you want to get off your chest. We we want to discuss it. We'll debate it. Um, That's The Golden Wife. You could follow her on Twitter at The Golden Wife. I'm Jason. And you can follow me at Vegas Fever Pod. Gotten a lot of new followers, a lot of positive feedback, a lot of good stuff going on. So I'm really excited to get this episode out. I hope you guys enjoyed. Please subscribe. We are on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on a lot of other platforms. And if you click the link on my Twitter account, you will be able to pick whatever platform serves you best. So everybody stay safe. Enjoy. Leave us a comment, retweet it, follow me, all that good stuff. And we will talk to you guys again soon. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.